So welcome back, everybody. We had a little bit of a temporary delay. <laughs> but we're back. Welcome to Relax Relate Release. We're gonna be talking about entrepreneurship and hair industry. 2020, we saw a whole rise of black entrepreneurship, and why not highlight one of my closest friends in the whole wide world? I've known this girl since high school. We used to cheer together. She used to get my life because y'all know I'm dramatic <laughs> and y'all know I'm extra. And y'all know y'all all got that one friend that I just check you real quick and you be like, you right, I'm tripping. That was always her. But just to see her do something so innovative and so like revolutionary because you know we all hear about subscription skincare and Mm -hmm. subscription hulu and all different type of stuff but i've never heard of subscription hair care before at least not for black people (laughs) same yeah that that's yeah that's why so i want to introduce kyra webb the owner of crown life hair care y'all hello Y'all better get with it because uh, she gonna be booming in the next couple of years. I see it, especially <laughs> if this Rona, he's going or she is child. You but like we were just... talking before, like somebody had called me and interrupted the call. Y'all know how I am. I just, it makes me throw off my whole game. But we were just talking about how she did, how did she come up with the concept of a subscription hair care line for black women, in particular, even black men, but more catered towards black women. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so um, pretty much, like I said, I started the business for me. The idea came from personal experience. Um, I needed to find a way to get products that could help me grow my hair or try to find products that, that could help me grow my hair. Uh, without having to run the risk of wasting them. And what I call it is playing Russian roulette with my hair products. And I'm not really a fan because, you know, I go and I buy this full-size product, you know, and I'm hoping that it'll work. I use it one time on my hair and it's not giving what it's supposed to give. Right. So uh, I, you know, I either leave it up on the shelf or, you know, I throw it away. And essentially that's not only product thrown down the drain, but also money. And so, you know, I was looking for something that, you know, where I can pretty much have a trial basis of a few products, you know, to see if, you know, some things would work pretty much for the price of one. Right. For, you know, and obviously for, um, you know, I was looking for black owned hair care because I personally feel like, you know, nobody knows our hair better than we do. Right. So I just felt like that was the avenue I was looking in. And when I didn't see anything, I thought about it and I was like, well, I mean, what if I do it? Right. What? I mean, like, what if? I mean, I knew it's crazy or whatever, but what if I do it? I mean, and I was like, no, I don't even think that's possible. Like, how would you even start something like that? And then I looked it up. And then I reached out to someone. I'm definitely going to plug her because she's amazing. Her name is Damaris Gandhi. Hey, Damaris, girl. Thank you. D A M A R I S G A N D Y, also known as at the Pink Money CEO. Oh, okay. She, I reached out to her and she literally helped me turn my, like, take my ideas and literally put them into a tangible plan. And I was like, oh, shoot, this is gonna happen. Right. This is a thing. That's crazy. Like, here we are. I remember when you put in the group chat, because yes, we do have a group chat, y'all. And you put in the group chat, like, (laughs) hey, y'all, I'm starting my business. And I'm like, okay, bet. And you're like, is this a sketch of hair care? I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> you're like, wait, that's never, different? Me, 
<laughs> it was like never been done before. Like I've never heard of anything like that. And I agree for somebody that's been, you know, I was a diehard natural when I first transitioned. Now I'm trying to get back. Y'all bear with me. But <laughs> as somebody that took like two years that really took time to be natural and I understand buying those products and then, you know, shea moistures may not work for my hair, but then can too work for my hair. But then I have a whole line of shea moistures and I'm wasting it. And I'm like, oh, it's got to go. <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing is that our hair changes like throughout the season so the needs are like our hair's needs changes which means you know product need changes as well right so it's like it's not just like a one-time thing that you're going out to try to find products for your hair um right it's definitely something that's done multiple times throughout the year whether it's a refill reef like you know for a refill yeah or you're going to get a whole nother product because the products that once used to make it hit don't hit no more right like i know for a fact my hair in the winter time it needs more moisture while in the summertime it kind of needs more oil it's weird (laughs) yeah what the heck did god put on my head but I, I commend you for making something that the community needs because like I'm serious I must have spent I'm not gonna lie the hair industry we all know it's worth billions of dollars billions. just solely yes. to black people <laughs> and the simple fact that you know about five or couple five yeah five or six years ago there wasn't a lot of black hair care lines and just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so it was like for girls who are transitioning or girls that want to try to be natural or even girls that want to try something new this is to me is a very good step a very good step thank you thank you i appreciate that so i want to ask like what do people not know about being an entrepreneur like give us the real girl because i'm trying to be an entrepreneur and i was like oh (laughs) let me tell you so (laughs) i mean one of the things about what the main thing about being an entrepreneur is like it's some like you have to really want it right like, it has to be something that it's one of those things where it's like no like I don't have an option like that's my that's my point it's kind of like no like I don't have an option like this has to work there is no other option this is right what it is. and it doesn't matter what needs to happen it's for me to take it there for me to get it there it's gonna happen type of thing like you know what I mean right um, staying consistent being persistent with your with your business because you're gonna run into so many issues oh lord you're gonna run into so many issues but that's okay because it's normal however you have to have the persistence and the willpower to be able to push through Um, right i was actually just talking to um kaylin about this but okay um like you have to like literally she was the one who like really made me like understand because i'm actively working on it myself you just genuinely have to have the willpower to right. be able to push through those moments where you either want to give up or you kind of just want to do nothing at all when you know you have work to do. Do, yeah. So I just went to a panel today. Shout out to Marshanae for inviting me. My good sis had a creative kind of entrepreneurship panel. Mm-hmm. And the advice of the young lady, I can't remember her name, but, she, you know, she's from Chicago, so shout out to her. She If she hears this, I girl, I know who you are. I just can't think of your name. She stayed upset. She was like, you got to have consistency. She was like, entrepreneurship is about consistency. She was like, even when you don't make a dollar that day, you have to keep going because tomorrow might be your turnaround. Tomorrow might be your high hit day. And just to hear the real about it from somebody that, you know, 
any entrepreneur and even what you just said it's about having the willpower and I think that just goes for anything that you do yeah if you especially in this day and age where we are not allowed to go outside and the job market is Ooh, crazy, crazy and, to say. and it, the economy ain't too you know ain't too sharp sis is out here trying to give us like you know oh I don't know if I'm gonna be here for y'all yeah. It's kind of like you have to find another stream of income. And entrepreneurship is not, I wouldn't want to say it's the easiest route, but it's one of the options that you have. And it's kind of like it can make or break you. It's like if you do not have the consistency and the willpower, you're never going to get off the ground. Mm-hmm. And Yep. And the determination, because even if you don't, okay, so even if you don't start off, let's say you don't start off with the consistency and the willpower. Right. If you have the drive and the motivation to turn it around, then you absolutely can. Right. You definitely can. So as long as you are willing to um, continuously improve as well. Right. Because it's a, it's almost like an ever-changing, or like not an ever-changing, but like it's so many moving pieces is what I'm trying to say. Like right. it never stops. I, it never I, stops. I agree. Like it just never vibes and I know we're in two totally different industries well we're kind of, it's like we're in two different industries but we we have to kind of coincide mm-hmm. because the hair and beauty industry kind of influences the music industry and the music industry kind of influences the hair industry so I commend anybody even if you're not a stylist even if you're doing you know what you're doing providing products or you know marketing I commend y'all mm-hmm. because it's it's difficult and with everything going on with us as black people it's kind of like you guys have to not only read the room but you guys also have to provide solutions because nowadays a lot of us black and brown people are looking for solutions yeah like I said like 10 years ago girl I can't even in high school you know in high school we didn't have options like that no, not at all. We had to just use whatever we could find. We had to use that baby pink lotion. We had to use, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the OGs, like... The, that Vontae. The Vontae, you know, you know, Blue in magic. high school, I kind of laughed. I'm like, if I knew natural was going to be in the high school, you know my hair is huge, Kyra. So, mm. you know, like, I would have just been natural, but I realized in that time frame, I didn't have anything to, you know, really do create that look yeah or nobody that was really like talking about it or showing you know other right. girls how to wear their hair natural right because um, I mean like you know it was just it was just just like getting popular or like when we got into college oh, when yeah when, it, really when we got into hit. college all I saw was a YouTube video I'm like oh girls is wearing pros and I need a low maintenance style because I can't afford this dye job and I can't afford this weed <laughs> job no more um, you know, I'm working and all this stuff and mm-hmm. I need something to help and it was crazy like I just saw somebody a picture of us in high school and I laughed. I'm like, people are like, How you know, how did you know like how was the transition? And I'm like, it's difficult. Because not only that just mm-hmm. not how can I say not maintenance wise, but even socially. Yeah, it was not accepted. Like you see, you know my hair in high school. It was like fried and dyed and laid to the side, honey. Yeah, I'm like it looked good though. It was oh, cute. I mean, it that good. little bright cherry, little cola red. I I was rocking for four years. And you know, <laughs> oh Lord, God bless it. Um, it was cute, but like you know, what I'm saying even socially, 
even still socially it's not it's still becoming accepted but you know people opt out for you know the european the eurocentric vibe you feel me like um and i i have to attest to that because i love me a good wig you know, a wig. Yeah, like or... I'm like, you know, but I, I'm I was just about to say I'm a little guilty though because from time to time I do like a good weave. I do. It's nothing like a good weave, but you know, we're gonna get into that conversation another day. They don't understand. Like a good <laughs> weave could have you just feeling, Oh my god. Like, like a new like a new woman. Like a new woman. But even looking back, like socially, like now you have some diehard naturalists that are like, Don't do this to your hair and I I transitioned three years ago and now it's down my back and then you gotta realize like my hair may not grow like yours and convenience wise so it's I love the fact that you came and you came into the the game like okay I'm gonna provide something and even if you're not natural even if you still like relaxer or pressing Mm -hmm. curl you can still use some of these products like yes you can still benefit like it's not like I, I personally like my thing is whatever you want to do with your hair is genuinely not my business there we go and i'm not here to force you to do anything with your hair all i'm trying to do is make sure that your hair is healthy throughout you know whatever journey you're your on. journey exactly so that's that's literally all i'm here to do whether you you know you relaxed or you natural or you you know going from relaxed to natural right or you just somebody like me I wouldn't consider myself natural, but I'm definitely, you know, I definitely don't use a relaxer, but right. I do put heat in my hair, right? you know, from time to time. I only do it like every three months or so, but I like, you know, my thing is just making sure I have healthy hair. So I would say maybe I'm like a in between, I guess you could say in the fact that I just keep, you know, my hair in protective styles to help it grow, but right. I'm not natural. I'm not diehard natural or anything like that. I just want healthy hair and I'm right. like there if I'm like that you know and that's something that I want I already know that there's other people that's also looking for the same thing yeah cause I'm kinda in the middle like I'm not gonna lie like a couple years ago I was diehard natural and I put and I'm still kinda like I just now started putting heat back in my head and I'm mm. gonna stop cause that's just not my thing but it's just like for those like I know like sometimes I do need to put heat in my head like when I get a ponytail or when I get yeah. a half up half down and I know there's some people that like you know, my mama a couple of years ago, she was still pressing curling her hair. Yeah. So it was kind of like for those who, it, it's a happy medium for everybody. And it's just very interesting to see how the hair industry is, is forming, even politically. I remember, mm-hmm. like, it was like the 70s. Your hair was your statement. Your fro was your statement. It was like, yeah. a, I'm against the mayor. And it, to see it's kind of going back to that with locks and fros and all different types like of I'm things. here for it I'm, I love it super I'm, here for it I love it because it's it, politically uh, you know black people in hair and just a little bit of history for people that are listening mm-hmm. you know slavery why well let's even go back past slavery when we were in Africa and we were enslaved and we were you know civilization your hair was kind of a connection to the spiritual realm the longer it was, you know, the ascension kind of balance. So I see when don't you, I didn't know that. Yeah, like um, a lot of cultures think your hair is kind of like your antenna. Like the longer it is, the more you're in tune with, you know, the universe and God and the earth. It, it's a lot. Like that makes sense, a, though. Yeah, right. That's why you know you know I'm part Jamaican Rastafarians they don't cut their dreads they don't cut their hair they grow it and they freeform it because 
it's a symbol of not only connection and ascension, but it's kind of like an offense to God per se. I, it's weird how they think about it a little bit. It's kind of like this is my connection to God, and the longer it is, you know, the more I'm stronger my connection is. Mm-hmm. And when we were enslaved and brought to this country, because in a minute it's not even about to be the United States of America, the way life is going. Honestly, this country, you know, a whole different conversation, girl. I'm gonna get to it. Black History Month is next. <laughs> next month, you know, I'm gonna get to it. <laughs> the, you know, the colonizers. We're not gonna even say white people because it wasn't just white people. It was colonizers, whoever it was. And I'm not for those listening. I'm not giving them a pass because shit, <laughs> it is what it is. But they will cut the slaves' hair. To break that connection. Because we all know your hair not only is a spiritual connection, but it makes you feel good. It makes you feel confident. It makes you feel, you know, well, it it can symbolize well. You know, we in culture, even Eurocentric culture, but even black culture, you know how we are. Oh, your hair is so long. You so pretty. Yeah, it's like a. Uh huh. So to hear like to have it cut and to see like as 70s it's like okay my hair is you know in its natural state it's power and to see we're going back into that as like another form of I don't want to say protest but yeah protest against the systematic of what's going on mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing so with that I want to ask do you think we are in the hair industry like it's more inclusive but do you think we made it or do you think we have a long way to go um so we I know it's a difficult question it is it's like it's such a loaded question okay so I'm trying to think where to start okay so boom I think that yes it has become more inclusive Mm-hmm. However, I definitely don't think that we have quote unquote made it. Okay. I I agree. I, I do agree. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think that we have quote unquote, you know, made it because yeah, I just there's some people like, that think we made it. Like, okay, we got all these top celebrity stylists and you know, a couple here and there, black owned uh, like, beauty supply and these hair company weaves and you know all these different things. They, some people really think we made it, and I'm just like, uh, no. I don't. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I feel like maybe we, maybe I, maybe I'll think we made it if I see just as many black-owned hair care products in these stores as I do non-black-owned hair care products. Right. If right. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. It's kind of like don't su- don't subject us to a section. Yeah, like just give us a little bit. Like you know how in school when somebody used to ask you how Cheetos and you would give them two, you'd be like, huh, always asking for something. Right. That's this is that's the vibe it's giving. And I agree you know because I mean? black people we we're the most like we have the most spending power in the world. We are billions in there, billions of dollars a year. Sometimes I'm no, gone. literally, our buying power is crazy. So, with me, when I see, how can I say this? When I see, and it's expanded tremendously, but it's still like I need at least two. I, I need more than two aisles because there's so much things like high porosity, low porosity, alopecia, mm-hmm. uh, dandruff. There's so much that goes on with our hair. 
it's kind of like, all right, you can subject me to the uh, so what's that? So what's the what's the name brand? So main choice. You can't subject me to that. Yeah. I, I what if I have like chronic alopecia and my hair keeps falling out, but you know it'll grow. Maybe like you know what I'm saying. It's not tailored. Yeah. Even when it comes to hair color, like I love hair color. I don't personally mm-hmm. color my hair anymore, but you know I love a, a good color. Like I see these girls with pink and purple froze. I'm like, what are you using? Yeah. Like and then they're like, know. oh, I'm using manic panic manic and I'm like ain't that for like white people <laughs> like isn't that kind of damaging the cuticles of your hair and what do you know what I'm saying it's like do you know any black people do you know because I'm all about right and that's this metaphor I'm going through in my life mm-hmm. I want to buy more black I, I want to see our dollar kind of going back into the community I see. And I'm kind of guilty because, you know, I love me a good Fashion Nova. I love me a good Amazon. I mean, I don't feel like it's wrong for you to shop from places that are not Black-owned. But when you have, you know, especially for stuff that, you know, it and it could be whether it's cheaper, whether right. the process is easier, whether shipping is sooner, whatever. You have your reasons for wanting to go with certain places. But you know, if you could take some of the, you know, some of the things that you are buying just because of some of the, not miscellaneous things, because even, you know, some of the necessities are Black-owned. You know, Black-owned businesses have the necessities like laundry detergent, right? Um, toothpaste, things like that. So if it's something where you can, um, you know, take the time to look it up and you can wait for it to get to you, you know, I would right. definitely say, you know, why not? I wouldn't say you're a bad person if not everything in your household is Black-owned. But if you happen to come across a chance to support a black-owned business, I, you know, right. So that's what, that's what I, you know, I, I'm kind of getting to it. Even with the hair industry, like I, I kind of want to support because you know, a lot of these hair care lines they get to a, a certain level of popularity. I'm not gonna say the specific name of the mm-hmm. one I'm thinking of, but they get to a certain <laughs> level of popularity and then they sell it. And then oh, this one particular, co- yes, this one particular company who. Specifically, when they were black owned, they did wonders for everybody's hair, and then now they're all inclusive, which is fine. And then the formula changes because I I was gonna say, but let's be real, the formula is trash. The formula is awful. It's all it's horrible. It's not what it used to be. Um, and you're kind of like, well, dang, this is catering to my people and my hair. Like, what's going on? Because, yeah, but, I mean, it's like I said, I genuinely feel like nobody knows our hair like we do. Right. And I, I agree. Sell. Yeah, so when it's like, um, you know, Caucasians buy out, you know, black yes. hair companies, honestly, it's like after a while, the quality changes because they don't really know what it takes and what's necessary to. I agree. Um, to really help and feed our hair what it needs. Our hair is not their hair. And I, I don't know if they just are not um, like understanding that it's two very different things, or it's just I, but yeah, yeah. Like it, I think it's two different things, and I think also you know money is unfortunately in this world the the language. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I can cut out the avocado oil <laughs> with you know two thirds of it instead of three like three quarts of it because guess what I need to cut it down and I need to manufacture it it's faster mm-hmm. than what it was before 
And, you know, it, it's unfortunate, but I really hope, you know, we as a people, we see these things and we observe these things and we start taking things into our own hands. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask this question. This is my favorite question. You know, I'm messy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, okay. So black people all over the world, we, you know, we're the standard. We just, we mm-hmm. are the trend. We, if we do a picky yellow braids, guess who going to do picky yellow braids? Everybody. Everybody. So, and then you know, about you know a couple years ago I'm gonna say about 10 you know the fear of braids and locks and afros was very stereotyped like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. some braids mm-hmm. oh she must be ghetto um oh he got some locks oh he must be dirty you know he what must saying? be the girl mm-hmm. um but now I don't know if you noticed um you, I see other races kind of embracing these hairstyles mm-hmm and I'm going to speak personally for me. It makes me feel some type of way. Why? I I get some of it is out of like good heart admiration. I'm not going to say everybody. But it's kind of like maybe because from my experience and what I've seen. Um, the ones that stereotyped it in the first place. Now I want to adopt it as a trend. Mm-hmm. And it kind of is like they take away the moral meaning of it or the the morality because like for example usually that I don't know if you have a Twitter do you have Twitter? Uh, I don't okay but I'm like I'm able to sometimes I'll be able to see posts from it okay so like Twitter it was like not too long ago it was the debate about white people hate saying white people with dreads and black people with dreads mm-hmm. And I kind of felt some type of way because it was kind of like, I get it. There are, so we all know that one. We all seen them before. You know, the, that white couple, the little hippie couple with the, yeah. the dreads. And it's like, oh, okay, that's your thing. And it's kind of yeah. like a couple years ago, we couldn't even go into the workplace with dreads or afros or braids. I kind of laughed at that because, you know, I don't, you know, I don't, I never had a corporate, corporate job, but my mom has. She works in the medical field and see like her wearing mm. twists now when she could never wear twists a couple years ago. So I just wanted to ask like, how do you feel about other people like wearing our like, in a sense, I don't want to say our culture, but you know, our hairstyles or, mm-hmm. are, you know, I, I'm trying to think of the yeah. politically correct way to say it. No, I, I get what you're saying. Um, so I don't, so I'm not necessarily bothered by it per se. I think at first I was, but now I'm not bothered by it. Let me tell you why. Because I feel like okay, well actually no. Let me say this. I feel like I'm not bothered by it mm-hmm. if they are wearing style because they like it. Like you said, we are the blueprint. So right. obviously with that being said, when we do something, of course others are going to follow. And what I think of it is, you know, as a form of um, admiration. So, I don't know. I would say that I don't think that it's a bad thing. I think it's good. Like I said, it could be a form of admiration. However, it's a, it becomes an issue when it's like a, someone from another race is trying to completely take on something that we've been doing as their own. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Um, I kind of agree in that space. Like, I'm starting to get over it a little bit. But, like, you know me. I've always been the rah-rah, like, no, like, uh-uh, I'm not with that. 
So I think the inner Angela Davis in me is still kind of like, wait a minute, like, huh? No, no, but I feel you. No, I definitely do. I just feel like if they are wearing, you know, our stuff and they're they're calling it like, you know, what it what the actual name is, they're calling them cornrows, box braids, knotless braids, you know, um, French braids, whatever. You know what I mean? Right. As long as they're calling them and they're giving credit where credit where credit is due, right. I don't I don't have an issue. The issue is when you take something from somebody else and you try to make it as your own. Right. That's when it becomes a problem. I know a couple of years ago when the tube I don't know if you remember the little trend the two braids were in and people were calling them like the Kim Kardashian braids or the Kylie yeah, like braids. The and I was looking braids, like, like, wait a minute. Me and my homegirls been wearing this since like third grade. I'm like, them braids been around since before Kim was born. What are y'all talking right. about? Right. Or the, bo- for example, my favorite type of braids. I don't know if you know who Bo Derek is. Uh, she was, uh, they call them the Bo Derek braids, but they're actually called, uh, nothing of these, um, Fulani braids. Oh, yes. I love that. Like, that's my favorite type of braids ever. And when people were like, Call it the, when Kim Kardashian was like, "Oh, I'm wearing my Bo Derek braids." I was like, "Wait, wait, wait, girl, this is Fulani braids. This is <laughs> we was this is popping in the '60s. Like, what, what, you know, give credit where credit is due. Yeah, because especially I'm not gonna speak bad on the Kardashians as a whole. That's just not my thing. But people like that culture vultures. That's what we're gonna call them, culture vultures. Absolutely, they come in and they're like, they take like you said, take the whole culture and then they just redub it as they baby and, it, and, and it's like no you don't get to do that right like no uh uh-uh, uh girl uh uh-uh. uh like and the simple fact like a couple years ago like I said um we couldn't walk into corporate places or courtrooms or even like people think places of prestige and have our afros and then yeah, you know like it what was we did we get that, that dreaded question can mm-hmm. I touch your hair? And it's like, what? No. Can I like? Can I touch yours? Yours? Uh, and I don't, and, and if I asked, I would not want to touch yours because guess what? That's your hair. Like, <laughs> that's on your head. I, that's personal, you know. So it's just, it's a very interesting. I love asking that question because it's very interesting to see what everybody says. Everybody has different opinions. Some people are like, oh, I don't care. Like, you know, some people are like, I care, but uh, I can't control it. And then some people mm-hmm. are like, no. <laughs> that's not working for me yeah like I just I don't know I don't think it's anything that should be bothersome because like you said we're the blueprint of course people are gonna follow we are great if I wasn't I mean I'm gonna just say it if I wasn't black I would want to be black too so I don't really I don't think it's a bad thing when they wear it because they like it because they you know they think it looks good that's not right. an issue because it does look good absolutely I feel you on that more power to you um, like I said it's just when you know they come in and try to make something as their own right when you know it's something we've been doing for forever the the beginning beginning time, mm-hmm. right uh, like you know and I, I think we are making similar strides but I think we are as a people I think we're taking back the things that they said about us physically or even emotionally or even any type of stereotype and, and kind of making it our own like we said before I would just like to see now the next step is taking back the buying dollar sum not mm-hmm. even some taking it back 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, more of these hair care companies becoming, you know, and staying black owned. Because it's not a problem yes. starting. It's the problem that it's, it's not staying. Yeah, they either like, you know, will, you know, shut down or they'll, you know, sell the company for, you know, the right price. Right. So, you know, I'm, I am hoping that a lot of these Black-owned businesses or Black-owned, um, excuse me, hair care companies do remain Black-owned. Right. And I agree. And, you know, we're going to see. You know, like I said, last year it was a emergence of Black business and a lot of Black. Mm-hmm. So just to see, and I just want to say, once again, your idea is innovative. I, If I say anything else to you, sis, Keep, please keep going because I can Thank see it really big and I can see it actually being something and I'm so incredibly proud and if you want to tell the people your handles for the social medias oh absolutely let me give you that so it is crown life hair care and it's crown with an e so it's uh, c-r-o-w-n-e l-i-f-e underscore h-a-i-r-c-a-r-e crown life underscore hair care is my instagram and our uh, facebook is crown life hair care with two e's at the end yes 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 so make sure y'all go ahead and, and get that that like button on that uh facebook page if y'all i'm gonna hunt y'all down and y'all need to go ahead and follow that because i also want to hear I don't want to hear none of my sisters. Y'all know who y'all are. I can never find nothing for my hair. I just plugged you up. Period. I'm trying to let you know. Plug. We will take care of you. Come, come get crowned. And she Let make a, and she make food, y'all. I ain't gonna. I, I was I'm just a, about I'm, to say. Also follow my. I'm also about to follow my page. Okay, my banana pudding is the best in the land. It literally is. You heard it here first. We will fight over it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Follow me at Kai's Creations. C-A-I-S-C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S. Kai's Creation. Oh, actually, it's Kai Creation LA. Kai's Creation LA. Yes. She'll get she'll get your hair right. You fed. You know, she a, she a jack of all trades. Black women. We love to see it. We're multi-tastic. <laughs> We love to see it. You know, I got you. Whatever you need, I got you. Yes. But thank you, Sissy Pooh, for being my first guest ever. Thank you this so is, much for having me. This I is revolutionary. It. I hope to do another episode with you. We gonna, Maybe when I get a little food episode, I am going to start filming podcast episodes. So maybe we'll do a little something where you can bring a little shampoo and a banana pudding. I, I got you. I can you know, we, we you. have I a little panel talk. You know? I can absolutely hook it up for you. Yes. I love that idea. We will definitely be in the works. But everybody out there listening, you know what it is. Follow me at NeoSoulNerd, N-E-O-S-O-U-L-N-U-R-D. And make sure you like, like this, share this. Make sure you know y'all hit me up with comments and suggestions mm-hmm. if you want to be a guest. Please DM me, or if you have my number, or if you leave it underneath a post or something. I need more guests. I need more for black money, businesses. Yes, more black businesses. If I don't black business, black artists, black. You could be a black tra- trapeze artist if Honestly. that's what you love to do. That's what you I love to do, and you. I love to support you. So make sure you guys just like, like, relax, relate, release. And until next time, bye, everybody. Bye.